Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Somatic Awakening Podcast. I've been a little bit quiet over the past couple of weeks as I've spent a little bit of time back in the UK visiting my family and I've been thinking a lot about how or what direction I want to take this podcast in in 2024 because in 2023 it's been through many changes. It started off with me and Melody, my partner, hosting it together and then we handed it over to Melody and then we handed it back to me so it's been very up and down but I'm feeling good about going into 2024, getting myself some better equipment, fixing the sound up on here because I know a few of you have said it can be a bit fuzzy sometimes which makes sense <laughs> but for those of you who do listen on a regular basis I really appreciate you listening through that fuzz and taking away the, the knowledge and the things that I share with you here. Um, this week's episode is from a live that I did a little while ago talking about a pattern of mine that I have recently become aware of and how I've been working through it. This started off as a, an Instagram post explaining the the pattern that I became aware of, the problem that I was facing and I had a lot of people reaching out saying that they could relate so much. So I took that post I made it into a podcast episode or a live and a podcast episode and here it is. I hope you enjoy it. And just a really quick reminder before I jump into the episode, I've just finished this morning recording the training for December inside the Co-Regulation Revolution membership and it's all about setting boundaries from a nervous system perspective, from a somatics perspective. So throughout December we're going to be looking at boundaries, we're going to be looking at reconnecting with ourselves, with our physical body, with our physical boundaries, setting boundaries with ourselves and then from there extending that out towards other people into the world around us and from the training that I did this morning I can tell it's going to be really really helpful and it's going to be I think it's coming out at the right time because I know in December a lot of us have um, maybe more demand placed upon us because of the Christmas period so if you're interested in learning more about boundaries if you're interested in joining the membership then I'll leave the link below you can sign up at any moment throughout the year you can also cancel at any moment throughout the year but come along and give it a try. There's a wonderful bunch of us in there all healing together, doing the work together. And as well as the trainings, you also have workbooks, you have live somatic sessions with me, you have a Telegram support group where you can ask your questions directly to me and you can meet other people, like I said, who are doing the work alongside you. So yeah, the link's down there in the description and I hope to see you there. And I also hope you enjoy this week's episode. Thank you very much. Okay, so... I wanted to come on today to expand a little bit on a process that I'm going through, on a pattern that I've noticed in myself that I'm trying to break. And I posted a post not too long ago about this topic that many of you reached out and said that you resonate with. So the post that was on Instagram was titled something along the lines of, I'm just going to pull it up here. I've spent the past 30 years moving around the world trying to run away from myself. And I notice this feeling keeps coming up for me of this dissatisfaction wherever I am. And I find myself blaming the place that I'm in, looking for an escape, thinking that if I move to another town or if I get a better house or if something external to me happens, 
I'm going to automatically feel better. But if I'm really honest with myself, and this came to my attention a few weeks ago, which I'll explain later on, that the evidence that I have so far suggests that no matter where I go, the issues or the problems that I'm having, the anxiety that I'm facing, for example, is going to be following me, regardless of what my external situation looks like. So if I think back to childhood, by the time I was 17, I had lived in probably around 10, 10 or so different houses. Like my parents were constantly changing where we lived. Like my father has a very active flight response. He doesn't know how to be with the stuff that's going on inside him. So the way he deals with that is by constantly moving, constantly having projects to do. So by the time I'd reached my late teens, we'd moved all in the same area, all in Liverpool, but into so many different houses. And this pattern carried on with me throughout adulthood. I moved from Liverpool, where I'm originally from, to Sheffield. And then from Sheffield, I moved to Leeds. And then from Leeds, I moved to the south of England, to Canterbury. And then after a few years of back and forth between different places in the UK, I decided to pack my bags and move over to Spain, where I lived in Barcelona for a while. Then from there, I moved down to Malaga, back to Liverpool again, and then I moved to South Wales, to Cardiff, back to Barcelona, which I settled in. You know, that's the, probably the longest place I've ever stayed. I stayed for four years in Barcelona, and then after a while, enough felt like enough, and I moved to Mexico, where I stayed for six months. And then after that, back to Malaga again. Um, I feel exhausted explaining it because... The, I'm even missing out places, I'm missing out details, but no matter where I've been, whether it be Liverpool or Barcelona or Cardiff or Mexico or Malaga, I was always feeling dissatisfied with my life in some way or feeling anxiety, feeling depression, feeling stress. There was always something going on for me. And I felt like by moving around I could fix that I would solve that but no it didn't work and I've been here in Malaga now for a year and I loved Barcelona I loved where I lived there I was it was probably the safest place I've ever been the place where I felt the most secure I had quite a good support group in terms of friends I had hobbies there I had my mountains I had I had a place it's the first time I've ever had a place where I could call my own so now that I'm in Malaga I've been longing to get back to Barcelona I've been longing to go back there um and in my head I've been idealizing what Barcelona was like you know there are a lot of things like I just said that I love about it but if I'm really really honest with myself I was miserable when I was there too this was the time where I had probably felt the most anxious in my whole life um this was the place where I spent the sorry the lockdown alone this is the place where I went through my spiritual awakening This is the place where I had my breakdown, where I burnt out, where I couldn't work, where I struggled to pay rent, where I was taking drugs. So there was so much happening in Barcelona. But in my head now, because I'm not happy with Malaga, I've been idealising Barcelona, thinking that if only I could get back there, if only I had my mountains around me, 
I would be okay. But the truth of the matter is, no, I wasn't okay there. So why would why would I believe that fixing outside of me is gonna help me in some way? So a couple of weeks ago, because I've been feeling this itchiness, this wanting to move, this wanting to have a change of scenery, I saw a post in a WhatsApp group of people in Malaga and it was a person asking for a house sitter. She was asking, would someone be able to come along to her house for seven or ten days, a week or so, and house sit and take care of her dog? And I thought, perfect. This is exactly what I need. I'll go away for these seven or ten days. And then when I come back to my house where I live now, I'll be feeling better. You know, something will have shifted inside of me because I'll have scratched the itch. You know, I I will have changed my external circumstances in some way but I arrived in this place and immediately I started to feel bad I started to feel like oh my god like I'm much more comfortable in my own home I you know this is a place where I'm unfamiliar I miss my own dog I miss my partner and it really started to slap me in the face in that moment that wow this pattern has been a big part of my whole my life my entire life I've spent my entire adult life running running from something thinking that if only I could find the perfect place if only I could keep moving I would be okay but moving to this place or going to this place for a week to house it pets it really showed me that that no, no matter what I change about my external circumstances is going to change what's inside because there is a part of me that feels a really deep dissatisfaction with life and this part of me is, is miserable, this part of me is depressed and I've never known how to meet this part because it's scary. This This part is very dark, this part is very pessimistic, angry and underneath all of this darkness underneath all of this anger there's just this whole world of sadness that I feel inside that I just don't think I've ever felt capable of of loving of of meeting face to face and saying to this part I love you I don't think I've had that capacity um so what I've been doing my whole life is looking to my external environment for problems to sort for sorry for solutions to my problems so aside from moving around different places I've been coping with drink I've been coping with drugs but the main pattern that comes up for me is how I've coped is by running away and I've always convinced myself that I've been running away from the place that I've been so for example when I was in Cardiff in South Wales I felt like the people were very close-minded or Nobody wants to be my friend. Uh, it's too cold. Um, what else did I think when I was there? Um, different stuff. Or, you know, I'm too lonely. I need to go somewhere where it's easier to make friends. Or when I moved to Mexico, I blamed it for being too hot. And to be honest, yeah, some places are just not ideal. Mexico for me was boiling. Like My British body was not built to handle that amount of humidity. So... There have been things wrong in these places, but they haven't been to blame for what I've been feeling inside. And now that I've been settled in Malaga for a year, I've been blaming other things too. I've been blaming 
you know, I'm, I'm about 45 minutes from the nearest shop, from the city, from any sort of life. I'm living out in the mountains, so I've been blaming the distance. Again, the weather, you know, it's too hot. Or even though I live in the mountains, there are not very many accessible hiking routes. It's very much just sort of untouched mountains and hills. So I've been blaming that too. This is why I feel like shit. This is why I'm not happy because I'm not in the entire, like the place that I want to be, which is Barcelona. But I know I could move myself to Barcelona and some of these issues would be solved. Of course, I would be closer to shops. I would be closer to friends. The weather is a bit more manageable. I know my way around in terms of the mountains. I would have my hobby. But that part of me, that part of me that I've been running away from would still be there. I would still, on some level, be feeling this dissatisfaction with life, still be feeling shit about myself. Um, But yeah, these... A few weeks ago, when I went away to this little escape, to this house-sitting place, I was able to sort of catch myself in the moment. I was able to bring in another level of awareness that I'd never done before. Like, I'd known I'd been moving around different places my entire life, and it's sort of like I knew that what I was doing, but didn't know what I was doing at the same time. But this time, I arrived in this person's home, so, you know, surrounded by their things, with their dog, and I realise, what on earth am I doing? Like, I want to be with my dog. I want to be with my things. I want to be with my partner. I want to be in my home. And I was finally able to see the pattern for what it is, a way for me to avoid dealing with what I feel inside. And for the first time, I felt like I had capacity to bring that sad, depressed part of myself into the light and... I've been slowly saying hello to this part of me Um, and it's been a process this has been a process that I've been in now for around I think it's been around a month since I went to that place to to house it so I've been slowly saying hello to this part and trying to show myself love trying to show myself compassion and it's been difficult it's been difficult because I you know I woke up today and I didn't sleep very well last night um which is maybe another live to go into because I've noticed the past week or so I've had very bad boundaries with my phone and that started to keep me up at night. Um, So I woke up this morning feeling a little bit down and automatically I noticed my thoughts go to, oh, if I was in Barcelona, I'd be able to go for a walk now or I'd be able to go and have a coffee with a friend or, I mean, I don't drink coffee, but I'd be able to go and watch a friend have a coffee and I have a water or a tea. Um... Going down that route again, going down that miserable blame in my external circumstances for how I'm feeling. And I was able to catch myself and bring in an element of, of awareness and an element of compassion that I haven't been able to do before. Um, it's not easy. It's really not easy. Um, but it's a process, it's a process because I know that I can keep on running. I could pack my bag today and I can be in Barcelona by tonight if I wanted to. But until I actually face what's inside, I don't believe anything will actually change. And like I said before, I have all of this proof that no matter which place I go and live, even in Barcelona, which in my head I've created into this ideal place, I still felt like shit. This part of me still existed. There was still a lot of inner turmoil going on there was still a lot of anxiety so I do believe that 
things come into awareness when they are ready to be seen. I don't feel like... How can I explain this? Like I caught this pattern at the right moment. I caught this pattern came into my awareness at the right moment. At the moment when I did have capacity to feel that sadness, to be with that pain because I've been doing a lot of work. I've been doing a lot of inner work these past few years. Um, I've really been working on my nervous system to hold space for sadness, to hold space for pain, to hold space for discomfort. And the more capacity that I've built, the safer it is for these parts of myself to start showing themselves to me because these parts know that I'm not going to push them away anymore. I've built the capacity to meet them face on and show them some love. And that's exactly what I'm doing today is showing myself some love and compassion and knowing that, yes, things may be different in Barcelona. I may be happier on some level, but underneath, until I meet this part, until I heal this part, until I integrate this part, my external circumstances are not to blame. They're not going to fix me just like they're not going to fix anybody else. Um, so yeah, now is the time to be breaking this pattern of mine and to actually heal it. And that, that's what I'm working on at the moment, working on feeling safe in my body because I'm tired. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of moving. I'm, t- I'm tired of thinking the next thing's going to save me. Because now I'm thinking about it, I've also noticed this pattern with, with buying things like... If I have a new laptop, I'll feel better. I, I do, you know, you feel better for a day, you feel better for a week, but things roll back around. You know, it's the same when you maybe um, you meet a new partner and you fall in love and everything feels incredible, but once, you know, you forget about all your problems, but once life, you know, once those hormones um, diminish a bit and life um, comes back in, you start to realise, well, actually, still, there's, there's stuff still going on, you know, so... I want to feel safe in my body. I want to feel safe in the present moment. And I want to learn, and I am learning to feel safe wherever I am in the world without feeling this need to run. So I'm really nurturing my nervous system and becoming aware of that flight response. I'm taking care of my freeze response too. And what I did this morning when I noticed those feelings of sadness coming up, those feelings of, oh, it would be better if I was somewhere else. I... I validated myself and I said, yes, it may be better, but this is what this is your current reality. So what can you do right now to make yourself a bit more comfortable? Not to bypass how you're feeling, not to deny how you're feeling, not to change how you're feeling, but what can you do to make yourself a little bit more comfortable? So I got out of bed instead of lying there wallowing. I took a shower and I got in my car with my dog and I drove down to the bottom of the mountain here and I went for a walk and... No, it's not the same as going for the walks that I went to in Barcelona. It's actually, you know, I like going uphill. Here is very flat, but it was nice. It was nice to be outside. It was just me and my dog. We were happy together, walking along. It was peaceful. And I've come back home, and yes, there's still a part of me that feels a bit shit. There's still a part of me that wishes things were different, but I'm holding space for it. I'm building that capacity to hold space for it without, make, without making myself wrong, without adding that extra layer of self-blame. So that's really all I wanted to share today. Um, because when I posted this this post on 
on on Instagram. You can find it if you go onto my page. It's just a, not too long ago, maybe two weeks ago. And the title is I've spent the past 30 years moving around the world trying to run away from myself. When I posted this post, a lot of people reached out saying that they really resonated. So I wanted to come on today and just expand a little bit and let you in a little bit on my on my process so that you can also you know get to know me a bit more and um know that I'm there with you I'm there doing the work alongside you and I hope it helps in some way oh thank you so much it's been a a pleasure to have you here listening along with me um thank you I'm gonna wave to you (laughs) um so I hope you continue having a good day and I will be back live soon to share more of my my insights, more of my process. And yeah, take good care. Thank you.